0: Today Stephen Pritchard with us and uh, we will be talking about weddings, money tips for weddings and yes, they're not cheap, are they? You might as well make the most of your money on that. We'll have our weekly market update with Henry Jennings taking an in-depth look at the market and an overall view of the market coming up as well. Thursday finance and Stephen Pritchard, well, how is gold travelling at the moment? Um, ah, leafing through all his
1: sheets through the wrong one. Bank notes I haven't got any <laughs> banknotes. Uh yeah, so the gold was down eleven dollars sixty nine an ounce on, on last week to two thousand one hundred and fifty two dollars. And the crude oil price um, was up one dollar and eleven a barrel to ninety three dollars and seven cents. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and the currencies, Australia, Australian dollar was around, was down basically against all the major currencies during the week. Um, we're down to sixty-seven point six seven US cents um, against the Great British Pound. We're down to fifty-two point four two pence, and the Euro. we we're, we're, we're actually we're up against the Euro by point two at uh, sixty-one point five eight Euro cents. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the equity markets, a yes, bit of good South news America. around the world on those. Whoa. Uh The All Ordinaries Index was up 173 points to 6,950. The S&P 500 was up 50 points to 3,153. And the UK Index was up 191 points to 7,429. And, and local investors have done yeah, quite well over the week. Um, those yeah, yeah, those those favourite local stocks. Um, BHP was up a dollar sixty-two to thirty-eight dollars and thirty-five cents. Uh, CBA was two dollars thirty-six to eighty-one dollars and sixty-nine cents. And NIB was seventeen cents up to six dollars and eighty, and Telstra even Telstra was up fifteen cents to three dollars seventy one.
0: Woohoo. there we go. And, and the, fuel pri- the fuel
1: price—the fuel price was up. If of crude course, crude
0: oil's gone up.
1: Fuel prices up. Price is so crude oil went up one dollar eleven a barrel, and uh, fuel prices gone up in Newcastle unleaded five dollars seven five. Point seven cents a litre, which is a hundred one dollar forty seven point um, two at the moment, and in Sydney it's a dollar fifty four point four. The diesel price in Newcastle is a dollar fifty point two, which is similar to last week, and a dollar forty six point six, which is also similar to last week.
0: To a new RFM, this is Thursday Finance. Stephen Pritchard, we have with us Henry Jennings, senior market commentator at Marcus
2: today. Hello, Henry. Hello Stephen. Are you popping champagne today? No,
1: why should I be?
2: Well the market's hit an all time high. It closed oh. at an all time high last night and we hit an intraday high today. Oh. That's cause for champagne, isn't
1: it? Any right, I think you think that's cause for champagne? So you're having champagne, are you?
2: Well I did last night.
1: Oh. Which one?
2: <laughs> uh Moet.
1: Oh, very nice! nice. Mm. Very nice. nice. Mm. Even better
2: as I wasn't paying.
1: Yeah, well, that was even better as well. Because <laughs> they're they're actually uh, they're actually taking over uh, Tiffany, so you'll be able to get a diamond ring at the same time.
2: You'll be able to have breakfast there.
1: Yes. With champagne, and they've got it. They're building a cafe in New York for that. Anyhow, um, Westpac. Well, there's no champagne at Westpac at the moment.
2: I mean, no. Um, the CEO no. is
1: gone. The chairman.
2: humble pie.
1: The chairman's to leave.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, we've got a huge money laundering scandal.
2: Yes. Twenty-three million instances. Um, of, uh, suspicious transactions. Um, Westpac did self- the only good thing they got going for them, I suppose, is they did self-report, uh, to Austrac that they found finally, after three years of, of, uh, burying their heads in the sand, that they had found some, um, issues. 23 million of them Um, and as a result um, we all have seen probably in the news that Brian Hartzer, the CEO has resigned Lindsay Matstead is uh, heading for the door sometime next year and they have interestingly they have their AGM on the 12th of December which is going to be pretty interesting, I think. And shareholders may need more than tea and biscuits to placate this one. Um, ASIC is now investigating the recent um, capital raising. If you remember, they raised $2 billion from institutions and sophisticated investors. They don't look quite so sophisticated now. Um, And that was at $25.32. And there's currently a share purchase plan, which is going on or the pricing period's going on at the moment for another 500 million and that 2 billion uh, and the 500 under the share purchase plan was to shore up the balance sheet to get their CET1 ratio uh, up further it now looks as if a lot of that um, money they've raised may just go straight back to Austrac um, mm. Or the government in consolidated revenue, I guess. I don't know yeah. who who gets the money. Whether it's uh, whether Oztrak gets it and they can then fund um, their operations, or whether the government just oh, I'm sure
1: it. the government will be taking that. But the, oh, I
2: think the government will I'm take sure, it. But, yeah. but it's certainly a, an absolute uh, mess for Westpac. This is going to linger for some time. Um, it's been on the front page for days now since the story broke just over a week ago. So. It's not been uh, not been a good time for Westpac shareholders.
1: Well, of course, that's uh, for sure. There's a couple of other interesting things. I understand this morning it was announced you can actually withdraw from the share purchase plan if you've actually sent your your money in, which is the first yeah, time I've I, seen.
2: I, I find that a bit weird, but anyway, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you can withdraw. The, the share purchase plan is um, they they take the volume weighted average price yeah. over five trading days up to the end of Monday, so the lower it goes. Um, the better the prices you're going to get, you're going to get a much better price than everybody else did at twenty five thirty two, and you get a two percent discount on that volume weighted average price. So you could, depending on how strong or weak Westpac is, you could be getting them at around a thirty below what everybody else got them at. Mm-hmm. So um, it might actually turn out to be uh, well, it's going to be one for the brave, but in years to come people might look back and
1: go, oh, you remember that day when we bought
2: Westpac at $24? Yes, yes. <laughs> and there's
1: just one other thing. In the, in the financial year today, it says that the, this, this all goes back to IT upgrades in 2011 and 2013. Of yeah. course, we know who the CEO was then, and it wasn't Hartzell.
2: No, blame, blame the coders. That's always seems to yeah. be. Uh, I seem to remember Commonwealth Bank did the same thing with yeah. their... Um, 700 million fine for their OzTrack indiscretions as well on anti-money laundering. With remember the um, the smart ATM, yeah, 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 that yeah. actually so turned out they were not to yeah. not, not be quite so smart
1: after all. <laughs> and uh, and ANZ, ANZ says they've got no OzTrack issues after a comprehensive review.
2: Mm, that's asking for trouble, isn't it? Yeah, uh, that's certainly tempting fate, but certainly. Um, the, the one that's emerging as as the winner out of all of this, if you can, you can call it a winner, is Commonwealth Bank, which seems to its share price has been doing quite well as people move towards the perceived quality and that premium over the other three is increasing. Mm-hmm. Um, NAB's under a little bit of pressure, Westpac under a lot of pressure, ANZ under a bit of pressure as well, but CBA emerging very much as the uh, as the winner in all this.
1: And we we might just. Uh, come back in a minute and talk about um, some fireworks at Harvey Norman's AGM. There's always fireworks at Harvey
2: Norman's. There's
1: always fireworks. It's always interesting to see. And
2: you've got 50 months to pay for those fireworks? Yeah, on after pay or what? Yeah. Oh, I okay, excellent.
1: Uh, Harvey Pay. Harvey
0: Pay. This is Thursday Finance on 2NURFM, and we're in the middle of our market update with Henry Jennings. Over to you, Stephen Pritchard.
1: And uh, Jerry had a few fireworks going on.
2: <laughs> Jerry always has a few fireworks. There's He's certainly a character. The AGM was... uh was another uh, another fantastic entertainment exercise. It's a, never a dull moment with Jerry Harvey. Um, and there was um, he was allegations that there were plants in the meeting. Yes. Uh, Stephen Main, who's a well-known uh, shareholder activist, uh, was in the meeting, um, and uh, he was uh, Jerry accused him of talking um, BS and yes. uh, making defamatory remarks about uh, Maine's past. Mm-hmm. The uh, the the remuneration report was voted down by forty. 40- seven percent, which um, it will probably mean a vote on spilling the board, which hasn't changed since two thousand and seven. There were yells of sit down and sell your shares from the crowd apparently. Um, proxy holders standing to raise it. It's it's it was fun and games. this you can't beat the Harvey Norman well, I
1: mean I, I ATM. do I do have a bit of an issue with Stephen May, you know. He goes and buys five hundred shares and that many. Yeah, yeah, that many and then turns up in the annual general meeting, and creates havoc. I mean, I mean, I think it's completely different if a long-term shareholder, you know, raises various yep. issues, than than someone who's just bought five hundred shares so he can go along and get himself in the media. Well, not only get
2: himself in the media, but he wants to get himself elected to
1: the board. Yeah, well, he's not going to with five hundred shares. Or was it five hundred dollars? I think it was five hundred dollars. You're right, yeah, it wasn't five hundred yeah. shares. Five hundred no, shares yeah. would have cost you, you fifteen. Know, the, the
2: stock price has done pretty well this year as well, so. I don't I think jerry's got too much to be ashamed about considering how retail is um they, they seem to be going quite well especially in malaysia which was a good mm. result um australia not such a great result but um still the share price four dollars thirty and the start of the year at three bucks i think shareholders should be relatively happy with the way things are going and, and should tell stephen main to sit there I,
1: I could think of i could think of at least half a dozen worse companies than than, than the oh normal.
2: god well Maybe Stephen Mayne should be going to the Westpac yes. AGM. Yes, yes. Hopefully he will.
1: Yes, well, the one thing about Harvey Norman, if they lose some money, Jerry Harvey's going to lose at least half of it.
2: Well, that's exactly right. And, of course, his wife runs the company. Yes. The, the only criticism, I guess, over the years about Jerry is that things aren't always that transparent, and he has mm. confused at times mm. his money and the company money. His, his, ex, mm. his excursion into the dairy industry was was, was a little bit perplexing for shareholders. Why Harvey Normal um, was going to um, going to start buying dairy cattle?
1: Oh yeah, well, anyhow, and mm-hmm. uh, someone wants coffee machines. Yeah, uh, yeah, he sells coffee machines. Uh, <laughs> so someone, someone's going to make a takeover for Caltech so they can sell petrol.
2: Yeah, this this was um, surprise this came out of the blue, didn't it? One day, yeah. Caltech announced they were going to hive off the, the property side of their business. Um, and create a sort of a service station uh, real, real estate investment trust. The next mm-hmm. day, they get a $34.50 bid from a Canadian outfit. Um, and um, yes, it's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting, I guess, in that respect. But um, the market liked it. Um, uh-huh. I've always struggled, I must have met with Caltex. Um, it's always been lots of moving parts and lots lots of things to understand. And it had been going sideways. For a long time, until these Canadians popped up out of the blue, and the Mounties have come to the rescue. Mm, Apparently, they'd already they'd already had one go at sort of thirty-two dollars and change, and they got told no. So they've, they've upped the the ante and come back um, to um, thirty-four fifty, big price.
1: Oh, well, see what happens. Yeah, and uh, always CEO is going to lose his bonus.
2: Yeah, this, uh, I, I was talking actually about this to Virginia Trioli on the radio this morning on ABC in Melbourne, because he he appears to have done, I guess, well, the right thing in some respects. He's, he's sacrificed his bonus, which is a couple of million bucks and, and some change, so it's not a it's not small fry by any stretch of the imagination as penance for underpayment of staff that uh, Woolies have done. And Woolies has been, um, it's such a, you know, it's a boring business, but it started the year at 30 bucks it's now 40 bucks mm-hmm. so it, although it's been boring it's been a great performer um, and uh, Brad Banducci's obviously done a pretty good job and I would imagine that in years to come he will uh, make up that foregone bonus without too much trouble but it's uh, in, in the same week that we saw Westpac implode uh, we saw this gesture un, unprompted I guess from mm-hmm. uh, from the Woolies CEO which at least gives you some, um, some hope that there is some some uh, honourable people still left in the corporate world.
1: Well, you're in the corporate world, Henry.
2: I am on the periphery, Stephen. Yes. I, I, just, I just lurk yes, in yes. the shadows.
1: Shadows. <laughs> uh, and I think the last shadow we've got time to talk about today is uh, Rio's going to invest a, me- uh, a billion dollars in its Mount Tom Price iron ore mine, so obviously yeah. a bright future for iron ore.
2: Well, they, they're clearly making a, a bit of a statement there on uh, the growth outlook for China. Um, iron ores had not a great end to the year, although it has been perking up a little bit, uh, and Rio's doing the same. But it is a it is a, a vote of confidence in Tom Price. I think Tom Price has been going as a as a mine for oh, oh, hey. since the 60s or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: it needs to be separately just, listed. I think.
2: Yeah, it's been around for a long, long time. So. Um, i guess it's it 's a good vote of confidence in uh, in the outlook in china um, and Fortescue doing well as well so iron ore still very much a um, a, a sort of a popular commodity and, and one for these guys to be investing big bucks in so yeah, good to, good to see that vote of
0: confidence, I guess. Okay. And uh, I'd like to say I was there just recently, earlier in the oh. year, Tom Price, and uh, what they are doing for the surrounding area is really good. They're using a lot of the excess water that they get from underground to uh, provide irrigation for crops. There's some very green grass around cool. Tom Price. So very
2: some, interesting. Put, some
1: putting green, some fairways. <laughs> yeah, those two, I'm sure. You'll be right. <laughs> Perhaps they could give us some water, Henry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I think we need it, don't we? Although yeah. we did get a little bit down yeah. here in in uh, old Sydney Town uh, recently yeah. the last yeah. day or so, which has
0: been good. Yeah, yeah with little bit being the operative word.
2: <laughs> little bit, yeah, and it came it came very quickly and very briefly. Yeah, same with here. a bit of damage to uh, mm. to, to complete the mm. the package.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, Henry Jennings. Hey.
2: Pleasure.
0: Henry Talk to you Jennings soon. is Senior Market Commentator at Marcus today. and to a new RFM. It is Thursday Finance. Stephen Pritchard weddings yeah can be an expensive time and uh money yeah you want to make it go as well weddings as can be oh, i
1: would have thought they're always going to be an expensive um i, I saw some numbers that the average wedding is now well over twenty thousand dollars so, so uh, yeah so
0: you can, need to think about yeah,
1: that expensive especially those 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 dresses the brides what Toy. I'm sure
0: that's not the major Oh, I think I they're
1: don't. up to the average one of those is up pushing 3000 or so now. Well, I'm
0: yeah. sure it's going yeah. up. Yeah, yes. So. yes, they do.
1: So anyhow, wedding, awesome. weddings can be expensive and, and like everything else, um, you know, um, in, the, in the old days they used to start early with having these things called glory boxes. I don't know that they still do them, do they?
0: Oh, that's an interesting thought, I
1: wonder. I don't know. Anyhow, so, the, the, you know, the, the area, of course, the, the, the thing to do is to start doing it like everything else. You need to do a bit of planning about um, uh, your wedding. Um, and the first thing you need to do, I think, is, is start to work out um, how much you're going to spend. Now, weddings can, can be quite expensive. Um, and I think what you need to do is the first thing you need to do is to try and work out the, your, your guest numbers because a lot of times your expenses are directly related to uh, um, the guests, particularly the the reception type. Uh, well, that's but, right. Those costs are
0: probably the major costs. Yeah, cost, yeah, yeah, the major costs, yeah. the head costs.
1: Uh, for reception. Yes. So you need to work out who's coming. Um, and, of course, um, they always uh, – the guest list always seems to uh, – expand yes. and, and then <laughs> yes. and then once you've kind of work out um it, it's coming you need to start think about you know how much you're going to spend and start to prepare a bit of a budget for this now yes. um wh- one of the things about 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 weddings is 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 you know different times of the year because we've got a few clients in the the wedding various you know the hire equipment for weddings and marquees and and various times of the year um Weddings are, are cheaper than others because there's oh, really? always yeah 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 because there's always a high demand for 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 good weather
0: times ah uh, spring
1: and, and and
0: so spring and autumn are good yes, times and
1: then you know no one wants to get too much rain in winter so you you can go along with your suppliers and you can do a better deal in in, in particularly people seem to want to have these outdoor ones in the.
0: Yes, in and, parks and gardens.
1: Yes, and yeah. So, so you can do a better deal in in the the longer you plan out. Yes. And the, the the time of the year um, will depend on, on on to a certain extent of how much you're pricing your uh, your weddings up. So you need to you, you need to. Um, you need to look at um, you know how many guests you, you're going to have along. Prepare a bit of a budget. Um, I wouldn't expect that it would be unusual to pay a hundred dollars a head mm-hmm. um, for mm-hmm. um, food, and food and drink and beverage and stuff at a, at a, at a, um, a restaurant. Yeah. Or, or, or venue. a venue, or a, venue, a specific a function specific venue. venue. And then, of course, you've got your flowers, you've got your photography, you've got the brides' clothes. And then you need to you need to work out um, who's going to pay for all this. Um,
0: and how it's all going to get divided up, I suppose. Divided?
1: Doesn't the wife's parents have to pay for that?
0: Well, there've been. I do remember some time back that there was a kind of a tradition coming in that the groom's yeah, parents gen- would pay for the alcohol and the wine. Yeah, I think it's generally,
1: generally kind of split.
0: It's somehow or other split, it's, split except generally. of course for those things where a couple might get married a little bit later on once they've made their yep. they established themselves, and they do it all themselves. I, yeah. I've heard of that happening too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, because then there's a problem with the gifts then. They've already got everything, so there is yeah. So so one of the tips I I know about venues is um, a lot of them um, offer um, drinks packages. Mm. Now you need to you need to know your guests a bit well here because sometimes those drinks packages can um, be good value, and other times they can be very poor value. So if they if they're saying you know they're going to give you a a two-hour drinks package for say. 35 or 40 dollars now um and they're usually you know soft drink wine and and beer type things um now if if your guests are a lot of people like say aunt mary who has one sherry and uh the rest of the night she's going to drink um uh yeah lemon lime and bitters or something like that or cake or or, and you've got lots of kids who drink cake um those those you can end up paying a lot more than you would have if you just um set a set a set amount at the bar and say you know we'll spend a thousand dollars on drinks and come and see me after that that so, actually
0: sounds like a a good way of of going because then you know how much well that's
1: that that's yeah. well there's two ways you oh, can really control it right is it. one you can yeah. get the organization's drink package and most people you know a lot of places off of that and it does suit some people but if you've got a, a lot of non-drinkers or people who don't you're only going to have one or two drinks you, those one or two drinks will will, will work out very expensive so you, you need to know who's going to attend the other way of course is to say to the venue Look, we'll pay a thousand dollars or whatever you're going to pay two thousand dollars or whatever and when it gets to that come and see me and, and 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 we can go from there.
0: Thursday finance at the moment on two a your RFM and Stephen Pritchard, we're talking about weddings and the ins and outs of um, what to do with your money and how to how to make sure it gets spent wisely.
1: Yeah. Oh, because the other thing is, you know, we we talked about. Um, um, you know you can get cheaper prices if you you look at the seasons and you're not yes. sometimes are busier than others and the other The other thing of course is that with weddings uh, uh, a lot of the times the further you book out that you'll 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 get a discount as well
0: in advance in advance yes. and, 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 and,
1: you get, and you get a choice of uh more dates yes. so you know if you decide three months down the track you want to get married in three months um, a lot of times you you won't get what you want and you'll be paying you'll be paying top prices for that and of course the other thing is about weddings there they're, they're, they're an asset um, well they're not they're a kind of an experience I suppose and you want to try and avoid you know, going into debt and paying the wedding off for the next five years. Yes. So, you know, it gets back to the budgeting, um, work out who's going to pay what, see if you can actually afford it, um, see if you can save up a, most of that money, be tired before the wedding so you can, so you, you, can you actually pay. So yeah, you have, don't what have this got. debt of $20,000 when you yes. get married. Of course, there's always a solution which you suggested earlier.
0: What? Eloping? Eloping, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. So, so how long are you got to register at the haven't you got to apply birth tests and marriages three weeks before or something?
0: Yeah, Uh, you used to have to do that. I wonder if you still do. Yeah,
1: there'd be some time over there, except if there's, you can go and get an order off the magistrate or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. So then of course the other thing, the the financial things that people need to consider is if you've got a will. So if you've got a, if you've got a will, um, Unless it's made, and generally a will becomes invalid once you get married. So if you've got a will that you made a few years ago, um, you get married. Um, as soon as you get married, it's no longer valid unless it was made with the intention of you getting married. So you need to to, you need to think about your will because your conditions change. The old will is probably invalid. That needs to be revised. Um, power of attorney, uh, that's an important issue. Um, have you should you got,
0: always think about that with your will anyway. Think you? about that with yeah. the will
1: at the same time. So is is the new spouse going to be your power internee or is it is it somewhere else? Yeah. Um, so you need to give a bit of a thought about that. Um, and in, insurance policies. We were, we were just mentioning here earlier off there about a couple of people who've gone up to uh, oh, the, barrier uh, reef. the Barrier Reef and, <laughs> and uh, the are, unfortunately <laughs> never come back. Uh, so you need to probably review your your, you know, your life insurance and and see whether you you want to do anything there and then of course there's um always your superannuation um uh the binding death benefits are, are they going to change um you know you might have left it to your brother or sister and now you're, you're married is are you going to want to change that so all these financial things um also need to be thought about and 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 and, and taken care of, and particularly particularly um, for for people who have got um, second marriages or blended families and you 've already got the will, um, just remember that the will becomes invalid, and then the 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 acts applies, and that will just automatically distribute the estate to people and in and in proportions that you may not want to. Yeah, to
0: be end happy up with. with, yes, mind you, if it's your will, you're no longer there to notice
1: ah, <laughs> uh, you're no longer there if you notice with the will but 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 um yes you
0: yes, your beneficiaries are the beneficiaries there. will notice and and happen. and
1: you might have an agreement with your new spouse if it's a previous age that you leave your own properties to each of your children, but that won't occur under the um the the statutory distribution rules if you don't have a if you don't have a will, it will just follow the -hmm. What, what, what the access. So that's important to think about. Um, and mm, I course. think... Is uh,
0: it worth getting married, we ask? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Generally accepted to be quite a good thing for most people.
1: Um, many people. Yeah, the numbers, the wedding numbers are still going down. They were, but I think they've staged a bit of recovery. Yeah, yeah
0: I think they probably have, yes. <laughs> it's still around, I think, marriage it's still as around. an institution. yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, as you say, it's definitely good to um, solve a little bit of the problem before you actually get there. Solve.
1: Us. Problems are always easier to solve before they occur. Ah, yes. And cheaper, usually.
0: A true word was never spoken. Thank you, Stephen Pritchard. Thanks, Jane. And we'll be back with Thursday Finance next Thursday.
2: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.